Hello and welcome to Eavesdropping at the Movies. I'm Mike. And I'm Jose. And Animals. Yes, we've just come from seeing Animals. Uh, I was looking forward to this a lot from the trailer. Um, It promised exciting, groovy, dancey, young women swearing at each other, wearing stupid stuff. Like The trailer was fantastic. Uh, I thought that I, I really loved the film. Did you not? You're making it sound as if you didn't. No, I feel I think it let me down. Um, well, I found it quite dreary. Did you? Yeah. Oh no, I did not find it dreary. I thought it was unusual and remarkable uh, in well, in all kinds of ways, actually. So, at the center of this film is a friendship between two women, and really, they've been best friends for like ten years, and. One of them is writing a novel, and she's been trying to write a novel for 10 years. And it's very clear that part of the reason why she's not making any more progress on it is because of her friend, Tyler. Yeah, Yeah. so Tyler is played by Alia Shawkat. Yes. Uh, who's American, you may know, from Arrested Development. Okay, I did not know her, but I really oh, like her. Oh, you don't her. know her? No. Oh, I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of her. She was in this other show as well, this um, Search Party. I think it's still going on. I, I actually wasn't a huge fan of Search Party, but she was great in it. Mm. And I think she's been crying out for a really great film role. Well, she's think, got one in this I think film. she has one here. Yeah. And I, I just love looking at Holiday Granger. I who th- plays Laura. Who plays Laura. Novelist. And who's beautiful and funny. And she's got this very transparent face. It's like you, you could see all her thoughts. Uh, and she cries on cue. I mean, there's this moment, <laughs> you know, where you really notice it. It was like a fantastic. Uh, so so uh, for me, it, it's very unusual to see... A film that's based around the friendship between two women. That's the core of the film. But also what I thought was very unusual and very pleasant was that it, it's it's a film about a female friendship told from a female perspective. Actually, it was even like the sex scenes, right? And how the sex scenes originate and how, you know, the point of view shots are exchanged. You could tell that, you know... This, this is filmed from a female perspective. A man wouldn't film it that way. <laughs> yeah, and the focus is almost never on the woman's feeling. I mean, you know, that whole scene at the end where she's almost having sex with this guy and, you know, the thing with the coke and he's coming down on her, you know, and you're seeing it, like, from her point of view, right? And the whole thing is from her point of view and her, from her feelings or, you know, even her gazing at his crotch. You never see that in cinema. Yeah. So I thought all of that you know, was fantastic. And I loved the humor and I didn't stop laughing, actually. You know, so um, for me, the thing is, it was a very enjoyable film. It's a very unusual film, right? I would urge everyone to see it. You know, particularly if you say that you're a feminist or you're queer or whatever, this is a film for you to see, right? That said, <laughs> right, there are, it's not a perfect film, yeah? And it's not a great film. There are definitely ways in uh, which it is not unusual, the setup oh. for one thing, you know, it's it's about these two girls who are in that well, one's just about to turn 30, one's 31, 32, and life is kind of catching up with them. You know, these party girls, Tyler is constantly is sort of urges constantly um, Laura to keep getting getting his parties with her, stay with her all night, drink, 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 and all the rest. And Laura meets a guy who very who very quickly in their relationship gives up drinking. He's a professional pianist, and he you know fucks with him, whatever. And you know that that tension of marriage is on the uh, is on the cards, ending this lifestyle is on the cards, and the, the the threat of breaking up this friendship that's 
you know, far from unusual. I, well, listen, you know, kind of the basic plot line that you've described is the plot line for many a romantic comedy, but the perspective on it is not. And actually, I also think, you know, that basing the film around the friendship between the women rather than, you know, the heterosexual love affair, right, is unusual. I mean, the, the, here, the romantic comedy would generally be between, uh, what's her name, the writer and the pianist, right? And it would all be about, you know, getting uh, uh, Laura clean enough so that she would complete her novel at the end. You, you know, it's almost like you could see you could see the way that Hollywood would have done it. And this film doesn't do it that way. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, what's that film we saw not long ago, the one directed by Olivia Wilde, um, about the two girls? The one is, is uh, Jonah Hill's sister, I forget her name. That was a young girl's best friend type comedy. You know? Yes, the, there are young girls' best friend comedies, but also they're not like this, mm-hmm. and they certainly would not be like this in America. I mean, just kind of you know the partying, you know, and the the drinking and the drug taking and the fun in all of that. I mean, you could just see how an American film would have turned that into like a dark tragedy. That this is how people are destroying their, their life. Yeah, maybe yeah. you know you can is, tell it. You can tell it's an Australian Irish co-production because there's fucking drink and, everywhere. And you could tell that it's directed by a woman. Yeah. And that it's all from a woman's perspective. And it's very unusual. You know, I dare you to name five films this year. Oh, this year? Yeah. That what? Well, we've seen hundreds. So if you could name five, you know, that kind of feature, not only a story about women, but a story about women told from a woman's perspective. Because no, this is know. very much about, you know, the whole experience is from a woman's perspective. I find it remarkable yeah, I and unusual. I don't think it's not good, but I, I found it lacking, though. You know... To what, what extent is that because it's not speaking to you? <laughs> well, I th- you know, it occurred to me that might be the case. I think there are people that this film would really, really speak to. Um, there are interesting things about it. I, you know, I like the fact that it doesn't moralise about about its characters' lifestyles, for mm-hmm. instance. Which you're right, you know, a different film, and certainly an American film, would have. And, you know, I like the... There's a kind of... Uh, it, it's probably a cliche to use this, but like unvarnished look at you know the kind of the night out how it bleeds into the following morning that sort of thing i yes. really enjoy that it f- feels very true to life and very well observed it's very i think it is very true to life very well observed very well acted i love how it's shot as well I yeah. do, um, there's there is there is a lot of close-up on on hands legs feet people doing things people touching each other it's mm. incredibly tactile yes um and it's incredibly emotional you know, I kind of, I love the messiness of the film, the relationship with the sister, for example, you know, the way that like having a baby is on the one hand very much valued, you know, and the baby's adorable and so on. But actually, you know, how it's also kind of not presented. Yeah, it's it's kind of presented in a rounded way. It's also full of problems and, you know, inhibitions, you know, kind of, you know, and uh, the mother suffering from depression and she wants a drink, <laughs> right? I loved all of that, right? And the film does that with every character. Every character is, like, messy, yeah? It's kind of, it's, yeah. it's not blueprint. The observations in, in the lifestyles it depicts and, and the, the minutiae, I think, are great. The, the questions that the story then tries to ask, though, about uh, about growing older, about kind of life work balance, about changing priorities, about this friendship that you know does it have to end? How is it going to change? That sort of thing. I did not feel involved in any of that. I did not feel it was clever, asking interesting questions. Well, partly, I mean, I kind of agree, and partly it's because you know I hated 
when writers write about writing yeah. and ask me to care, right? Like, you know, I know it's difficult, you know, but so is digging ditches, right? Like, you know, can kind of, you know, what, what I want, what, what I want of writers is to speak to me, right? Or, you know, to kind of touch on my experience. And actually, one of the things that most puts me off is a writer writing about writing or a filmmaker making a film about filmmaking, mm-hmm. right? Like kind of, you know, I want them to kind of speak about the world we live in or, you know, or, or, or people in the world we live in, not like some kind of internal angst of their own, like they can go to a therapist. Um, I'm very, I'm sadly very unsympathetic to that, but for me it's a real turn off. And actually this has the worst combination because really it's a film about a writer, <laughs> you know, having writer's block and that set. So for me, the premise was a turnoff. But I must say, the film won me over even though it doesn't work its dilemmas out. So for example, the heart of the film is the relationship between the, wi- the two women. That doesn't get resolved. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a lot of threats but they always end up being together, really. And she does move out to her own place at the end. So in a very feminist way, she gives up this... Well, she puts the friendship that's really damaging her on a different footing. She decides, spoilers, not to get married. But on the other hand, none of those dilemmas are resolved. You actually don't see how uh, her friend could continue to be in her life in a way that would support her and not hold her back, right? Like, yeah, so the film posits these questions or it's telling you, you know, these are all the ways in which, you know, this so-called friend is actually really damaging her, yeah? yeah? But then it doesn't give you a resolution to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't kind of work through that problem. The same thing with the boyfriend, which I thought, you know, was actually kind of, you know, in a way pretty trite, right? So... She falls in love with him, but you don't see her falling in love with him. You see how she could be good, how he could be good for her, right? Yeah, and you definitely see why he's attracted to her. She's very attractive, right? Um, but, you know, how this leads to marriage, like, that's not worked it out. It jumps to there. Yeah. Quite it jumps quickly. to there quite quickly. It jumps out of there quite quickly, right? But in the meantime, it's got lots of things that I just think are brilliant. You know, the sex scenes in this film, I They're think, great. are great. You know, and like you've never seen them before, really, or or that you've re- very rarely seen them, because they really are from the woman's point of view, and she's the one who initiates all of them, actually, which is very unusual, mm-hmm. right? Kind of, you know, usually there's this looking and there's this kind of maybe, at most, the woman you know, looks, makes herself noticed, and the guy comes to her. But this is not like that at all, you know. Uh, you know, so I thought that was, like, uh, remarkable. And I also just found it really funny. You know? Yeah, there's, there's lots of good jokes, and there's a fantastic bit of physical comedy with Alia Shawcat falling off a chair yes. that made you howl. Yes. It was great. Yes. I mean, I, I, you know, I love a good proud fall. Yeah. I think also what the film has is a kind of... Um, it really kind of makes you understand how women, or, you know, but men in other uh, uh, ways as well, kind of spout off their idea of the way that life should be, or politics, or gender relations should be, right? And, yeah, in the face of 
their own hurt. Yeah, that actually their own experience seems to contradict many parts of what they say, right? But actually, that ideal takes precedence over their own experience. And you see this in this film over and over again in ways that I think are really interesting. Mm. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Why didn't you like no, it? No, I, I, you know, I, I think for the reason that I've kind of said, like, the, I like the details. Overall, though, I f- didn't feel it, w- it was... I didn't bring its ideas together in an interesting or coherent enough way. Coherent's not the right word, because it's not incoherent, but it doesn't have a strong... In- it doesn't have anything strong to say that kind of ties itself together. I like all the bits, but that's it. Like, I, I love the bit where... Um, where she uh, she makes Jim play piano, yes, and the shots of her falling for him at that point, yeah, and, and, she, and you're right, Holiday Granger is just astonishing. Mm. She gives an unbelievable performance, and she's not Irish. Oh, which not blew so. my mind when I yes. read that just now. She's yes. English. I've, what what an incredible accent! I love her. I um, love her. But you know, it's it's it's, and you're right. It's all about it's 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 the, the way the camera looks at his hands, goes back to her face, and she's I mean it. it an, a very uncharitable person would actually find her performance kind of one note because very often she really seems to be just in a in a uh, holding her face in a state of almost crying, kind of constantly being uneasy with something. Yes. But there is there is so much subtlety underneath it. Mm. You always feel exactly what she's feeling. You understand exactly what she's thinking every all the time, even if what she's thinking is making her feel <laughs> uneasy or whatever. It is. I mean, I think she's going to be a huge film star because. Anybody who looks like that and can make you understand what she's feeling with the clarity that she can convey, mm. I think is really quite extraordinary. You know? And as good as Alia Shawkat is, and I think she is good, and I think her role's good, there is something more one note about that. She is the second fiddle in this. Yes. Her character is given less complexity. Her character is given... You know, she, she has an internal struggle. She has she has the problem of... of feeling left behind yes. that her friend's life is moving on and she's not going to be able to and you know I, I, but her performance lacks depth mm. it feels like an anti-mame kind of showboating role and she she does it and actually I think what she's got going from her are two things one she has a magnificent look you know I think she looks you know she looks so unusual and interesting she's got like you know that curly hair and those the freckles and you know so the look and then she's got fantastic comic timing yeah she's a brilliant comic actor um so but she doesn't but it's like she's almost playing a cartoon really yeah you know uh, where she comes across as a cartoon when she dresses up yeah constantly putting big spectacles on and she's always dressed in something mad and weird and then she lives in it and she performs it and her character is performing it yeah her character is playing up all the time but and it's all, and it's that thing of always having a joke ready to disarm any serious situation. Yes, you know, and it's and very often it's some variation of "Let's go get drunk." It's time to get drunk. You never really feel her pain. I mean, you're told that she's feeling it, but actually, you yourself never feel it or understand it fully, the way that you do with um, Holly Holly Granger, Holiday Granger, Holiday Granger. Um, but anyway, I think it's a great, it's a great duo really Mm. uh and kind of and most welcome and i think actually the thing about you know the perspective on it and the point of view on it and you know a female gaze on it and so on i think it's brilliant 
The only thing is, I think the screenplay is not very good. It doesn't tie up those things together, really. And also, I think in a certain way, aspects of the direction are great, right? The use of point of view. It's got this marvelous thing where, you know, for many of the scenes where they're drunk, it's all shallow focus, right? So it's like you could see how they're very wrapped up in themselves, you know, and everything around them is just a set of shiny lights that they can't quite make sense of, mm. right? Kind of, it's got a few lovely touches like that. Um, but I also think that visually the film is not very interesting. So, you know, the screenplay doesn't cohere, you know, and then kind of visually... I think it could be better, really. It could be more expressive. So I think those are two reservations that I have about a film that I nonetheless mm. like very much. It's got a good aspect ratio. <laughs> it's got the aspect ratio that The Lion King needed. <laughs> man, fuck The Lion King, man. Anyway, we're not making this about The Lion King. So um, I would really recommend that everybody see animals, really. Yeah. Yeah. Just felt a bit let down. I expected more. Wanted more, you know. Well, I didn't know anything about it, and you know, I I have reservations, but uh, it surprised me. I was very entertained. I laughed a lot of times, and I do think it's very significant that you you get the feeling you, that this is largely made by women, in all the capacities, really, from production to the screenplay. You know, to, to well, the, the screenplay is written by Emma Jane Unsworth based on her own novel. Right. Then it's directed by Sophie Hyde, mm -hmm. and, and it's got like four or five female producers. Yeah, Sarah Brocklehurst, uh, Sophie Hyde, Rebecca Summerton, and also a uh, bloke. The film really conveys that feeling, and uh, and to me, it feels fresh and unusual and interesting yeah. for that reason, and and it works uh, on many levels without being a perfect film or or necessarily a great film. Yeah. But it's a film that works and that I would highly recommend that people see. It's a film that's made by people who know exactly what they're talking about. Yes. They understand their world perfectly. Yes. And it comes across. Yes. Yeah. So, um, thank you very much for listening. We are eavesdropping at the movies and we are on... iTunes, SoundCloud and YouTube. Uh, on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter. And the website is eavesdroppingatthemovies.com. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.